Hey, Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady Way, one of the nation's largest field marketing organizations that helps independent agents achieve a six and seven figure income with the systems and strategies that I'm going to talk about with you today. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. And today I'm excited to insert, introduce you to Vince Huntsman. We go way back, believe it or not. And he's got a great story about what he's been able to do throughout his life. And maybe he's, he does a charity I just heard about, you know, um, he'll take you a little bit about that towards the end of the show as Christmas is coming around the corner. But Vince, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Ty. You know, this is a very interesting time to be here today. And I'm excited to be here and talk to you about a few things and about what we've talked about over the years. And, and you know, I called you the other day and it was a great opportunity yeah. to what, what we're going to talk about today and you know about entrepreneurship and about life in general uh, and about taking chances and stuff. You know, we, we, we go way back in, yeah. to the construction industry where, you know, a superintendent for a construction company and I was the installation sales guy and uh, we, we crossed paths and became friends and then we went different directions and came across a little bit later on and, you had always through. stay connected. You, and yeah, so, but, yeah. but, but, you know, going back to where I, I lost everything. Yeah. I've lost everything a couple of times and it. It's not fun. It sucks. But I, I think I've grown so much from that failure, which I think any successful person will tell you that you have to fail to win. Yeah. And you have to go through those hard times to understand what you're learned. And, and it, it's tough. You can either give up and quit or get up and fight. Yeah. And I have six kids. And I, I'll never, re, I'll never forget the day that I was that, that left corporate America. It's a blessing it, and a curse. It, it was probably the toughest day, but the most rewarding day. That if, if that didn't happen to me, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today. Sure. And then to start a business, I remember that day was probably the hardest day, but the most unre, the unbelievable day of my life. And I was like, wow. Eight years later, I look back going, man, I did it. Yeah. Through all those tough times. And the legacy you're able to leave for your kids, what you've learned to teach other people. And to amazing. give back. And, oh, yeah. And the stories I can tell you from that, that the, the, the time that I was relying on people, and I, I thought people were so much smarter than I was. You know, I, again, I was a, I want to say a hellion in high school. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really enjoy school. I, I didn't like being told what to do. I look back at one of my third grade teachers that wrote, Vince needs to realize he's not the teacher and he's being told what to do, not, not tell the teacher what to do. And I've, it's always stuck with me. Like, you're right. I'm not a very good employee and not everybody is. Yeah. But you have, and again, I've never actually went out and asked for people for money when I was going through these struggles. I asked their stories. Mm -hmm. Stories are what you learn. And you can learn more from people's stories than you can from getting money. Yeah. And this, the, I remember the one last story I heard, and there's so many of them, is that there's leaders and there's followers. Yes. And that's the difference is I know it, what platform I have now. And through all those struggles, I know what I've, have, I've been prepared for. So people that have listened to the show, I was forced out, right? I got mm -hmm. my last paycheck right before Thanksgiving and I was forced out. You made a choice. No, I, I was forced out oh, as well. Okay. So back to that whole story is, is I was working for corporate America. Yes. And I was doing other things on the side. I, I, I was told 
I was running a baseball league. Yeah. And I was told that I couldn't run a free baseball tournament. And I said, oh, yeah. When I, by your employment? I, no, by a baseball league that I was oh. playing in. And they said, you know, because, again, I was doing both. But we were playing in a baseball league. And somebody said, well, you can't do a free tournament. I'm like, yeah, I can't watch me. Anyways, long story short, I was top sales guy at the corporate America. And I'm like, who's going to fire Vince Huntsman? Like, he, he's the top producer in this company. Nobody's going to fire him. Yeah. New management came in. Okay, and had no idea who I was. Had an attitude because I was running baseball league, and I again, who's going to fire Vince Huntsman? Had no idea who I was. Mm-hmm. Didn't come down and say, okay, what's going on with this person? Why is he acting this? They just came in. I rem- I'll never forget. I was at the doctor, and they called me and said, hey, can you come back into the office? We need to talk to you. I'm like, okay, nothing of it, right? Sat down on the desk, and they said, hey, Vince, we're going to let you go. I'm like, okay. I grabbed my phone and got up and walked away. I'm like. We didn't think you'd be upset. I said, are you blank, blank, blank kidding me? I said, I've got six kids. I have health insurance. I have, and obviously you've made your decisions. I'm not going to beg you for my job back. Yeah. Because obviously you made that decision. Got up and got out and grabbed my phone and walked out of there. Well, we need your phone. I said, no, you don't. Right? No, you don't. That's my phone. And left. And I drove from my office in South Salt Lake and started driving the road. I scared to death. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. I took my phone because of my contacts, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know what to do. I was scared to death. So I, I was forced out, driving down the road, and I lived in South Jordan. I just bought a house. And he calls me back five minutes later. And he, I go, what could you possibly want? To double fire me? He goes, no. I called you to let you know that we weren't fired. It was a reduction of the workforce. What's he, the difference? He jumped the gun because instead of getting to know me, and find out what's going in my wrong in my life and getting to know, hey, what do you have this attitude for? And getting to know that employee and, and make that decision on something he doesn't know about, uh-huh. he should have sat down with me. I'm glad he didn't because I would have still been employed there. And I've always taken that from day one because by the time I got home from South Salt Lake, 30-minute drive, somebody had their card on my doorstep trying to hire me. I didn't have the confidence but when I saw that card, I was like, holy cow, somebody's trying to hire me before. They knew I got fired from a job and before I got home. So, wow. the, the, so back to that is I, every time I have a problem with my employee, I know successful companies get to know their employees because one person has a bad day. Yeah. It's not they have an attitude. Something's going on in their life. Get to know your employees. Yeah. Your employees are very key to your company. Mm-hmm. And if he would have, it would have changed my life. It did change my life for the better, I think, because I'm very happy. Sure. At that time, I was scared to death. Are so we all? About that. Uh, so, yeah, I was forced out. You were forced out. And that was how long ago? It was almost 10 years 10 ago. 10 years ago? Yep. Now, now, how many people do you employ and where did that transition to? So, you're, you're like, without a job, six kids, no paycheck. I mean, I remember those days. I'll never forget them. I was owed $16,000 from a guy that I kind of jumped into business with a little bit. He owed me $16,000 at Christmas time, and I had no money. And he wasn't going to pay me. I'm like, hmm, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I had to, I was in my bedroom bawling like a little schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't know what to do. I had to get up, and I, I remember this day bouncing around trying to make an extra buck. I, I didn't know what to do. I had a skill. Yeah. Of sales, which I never had that. I never thought I'd be in sales ever in my life. I don't think anybody does. I remember out of high school, oh, I'm just going to be a 
work at FedEx, UPS, post office. They were all good jobs back in the day. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a college education. And, and here I am, unemployed, six kids, and what am I going to do? And I just fought and fought. And I bought two Home Depot blowers. And I went to this, guys, and, and this, and took my customers. When you say a blower, that's the blow attic insulation. Blow attic insulation. Yeah. Two Home used ones, $500 a piece I paid for. And started doing small jobs and smaller. And myself, grinding every night and working hard to do it. And sure. so I just build it up. Eight year, it'll be March 1st of 2024. It'll be eight years. Wow. And I have eight employees. I, I've done over $15 million. In, in, and I do about $2 million a year. I, I give back more. Isn't that fun? It, it's the key to the success. You want to make more money, give more. I mean, that's, I, I, I'm a I, firm I always, believer in that. I always that. tell my guys, yes. I had to hold a $100 bill out. Mm -hmm. And I say, grab it. And they'll they're like, yeah, so I'll put it there and they'll, they'll hold it. I said, how are you ever going to get more blessings if you keep trying to grab it? Yeah. You have to keep it open. And I, and I, I promise them every day. And I give, I teach my guys that it's three strikes. I'm not doing this for myself. I just last year, after all the hardships and the things I've learned, it's made me a better person. Yes. Husband, friend, dad. I think... A, humanitarian going through all the hardships. I think you have to, to become a better person. Yeah. If you don't, and it's okay to be a follower. It, there's nothing wrong with being a follower. There's good followers and bad followers. There's good leaders and bad leaders. Absolutely. There's so many stories I can tell you in the last eight years of being on Judge Judy or this and this with employees. I give three stripes. I've never fired one person in eight years. Yeah. But I've given back more than I have. And I just last year, I think was the first year that things turned seven years of it bought my first rental property. Mm -hmm. No idea how I bought that piece of property other than be a good person. Don't be a Richard. We, we just talked to earlier, but a little yeah. ago with rich dad, poor dad. And one of the things he says in there, do you know what rich people, what they do is they borrow money and buy assets. Mm -hmm. What do poor people do? They buy things that are liabilities. liabilities. And, he, and it's so, it's like, wow, that's so, that's such an easy thing to understand, right? Borrow money and buy assets. Mm -hmm. And you just bought an asset with that. Yep. Wow, proud of you. Yeah. And, and again, it's just go to, it goes back to what you want to do and what you believe in. And it goes back to confidence. Yes. One thing I'll go back to as well as, as being an entrepreneur or being just a person in general is, you have to have accountability. Accountability in life is the number one. I could blame so many other people on my business. Oh, this person did this to me. This person did this to me. Well, I hired that person. Well, I let this person in. Yeah. It takes accountability. I'm accountable for everything in my life. I cannot blame one more person because I let that person do that to me. Accountability is key to success, I believe. Sure. My personal belief is accountability. And then it's confidence. Yeah. Believe that you can do anything. Well, your power of the mind is so is, critical. Is, is, is winning, winning. You're going to lose and you have to be able to lose, but understand that it will make you a winner. I think going back, you're in baseball league, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm competitive in nature as well. And I love to coach because I love to see the progression of that young child progressing and getting better and coaching them when they couldn't throw a ball. 
or that they didn't know how to run a route or whatever it is, but coaching them up and seeing them succeed and watch the light in their eyes go out. You oh, know, when, they, when they, when they absolutely, they finally get it or they make that catch or whatever it is, it's phenomenal. And that's what the same thing in work to see that employee want better and do better for not only them, but for their family, their oh. whole livelihood. You know, it's just, it's, it gives me chills every day to think about what we're able to do. So many things. I was, I just ran into a, a buddy of mine at, Lowe's the other day and his mom was my baseball coach when I was young. Wow. And she's, and I, I asked her, how's she doing she, today? She's still a mentor of mine. Yeah. Where, when I was on the baseball field, I quit and gave up because I, my parents got divorced. Right. Okay. But she allowed me to come back and coach with her the next year. I remember the day that she just got so ticked off at us because we're all screwing around and she packed up her stuff and went back to her house and said, you guys call me when I want, when you want to play baseball. Wow. Like, and I and I remember going home that day and calling her and said, I don't want to play baseball. She goes, I know you do. And I'll never forget that lesson I learned, right? That she gave her time and she believed in us and yeah. she knew that I wanted to play. And she saw the whole team doing that. And I, I'll never forget that 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 moment. And I played till I was 13. But I always tell my kids that I was, my parents got divorced. It was because I was afraid of the fastball, but neither here nor there. I look at that opportunity that she's still is one of my mentors to this day. And I coached my kids all the time in sports, right? Baseball and basketball. I didn't really do the football thing, but, but those kids I coached at eight worked for me when they got to that age. Wow. And then they went on service missions and I gave them that flexibility. I said, don't work for me for more than two years unless you're running it or owning it. And, and believe them and gave them that same philosophy of, as baseball that I taught them in baseball. And some of those things, the kids that come back and I watched one kid when I went to a football game and saw him, he goes, went to his wife and said, this guy believed in me and gave me confidence. And again, believe in him. It wasn't nothing I did. I just believed in that kid. And that's, I believe that I, I told my guys the other day, I, I have no bills in my life. I have one house yeah. payment that I need to make. I can go work at Walmart. I have a business. I don't, I got to do something with the money. So sure. it's a platform that I can help others and teach others and build wealth for my family. You said you like to give back. What is one of the charities you like to give back to? And, and what is it? What is the, the end result? Is it, you know, and some charities like my wife during COVID, we fed, we felt, we fed first responders and we did that by hiring a local restaurant and then we're delivering the meals, which was incredible. I love seeing all those first responders and learning <laughs> about fire and the paramedics and police. They were so grateful. You know, we just, we, we do a Frosty the Snowman food drive every year. Okay. And so we do a blow up Frosty. We'll be at Walmart parking lot this Saturday from, you know, 12 to four, getting our pickup truck full of food and just trying to raise food for my kids get involved. We've sat in the parking lot all night to raise money. So it's just kind of give back and make kids get involved and understand that, you know, it's more important to give back. It's none of this money is ours. Yeah. If you believe in a higher power. And if you don't, I can't help you there. But I believe that none of this is ours. No. Everything is not ours. If you give back, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. That's what make you a better person. Yeah. And if you understand that, you'll be successful. You know, where the depression's running rapid in this country. And I mm -hmm. tell people the quickest way to get rid of depression is go serve somebody. Because yes. you will see that you don't have it so bad. I mean, now I get it. We all have we all have issues and we all have problems and we're all we're not immune, right? But go and serve, and man, just a flooding of emotion and joy and seeing the light in their eyes and just helping them and seeing that you're just like, oh, 
gives you chills. Today, Friday, I was supposed to have something take care of it. It didn't happen. And so I'm struggling for cash. There's no question, right? It's not like I'm just wheelbarrow full of cash and it didn't happen Friday. So I have had to create something different. It, it, it happens. It doesn't matter who you are. But my favorite thing is to go to the gas station in the morning mm-hmm. and find somebody pull up and slide my card in there and pay for their fuel. I, I watch people that, that, like I can spend $5 on a burger or whatever, but to watch them fill up their gas with $13 or $18, you don't know what they're going through. I had somebody who was changed out of the ashtray and under the seat, like trying to find I've, gas. I've watched it numerous times and I don't do it to, to, to brag. No, I don't. But, but, but to me, to put my card in there for fuel that, and the, 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 like, like it, during COVID, I saw it so many times, you don't know what they're going for. I sat, I watched a lady sit there for almost a half hour just going, wow. I don't know what her story was. No. But, but it, I have to turn around and walk away because I start bawling. But that brings more joy to me than anything else. To be able to do that kind of stuff, it blows me away that I have a platform that allows me to do that. Because back to last quarter of last year, I couldn't figure out why my first quarter was so much when it was starting to turn. And I, I, I couldn't figure it out. I went back and looked at my charitable donations. It was that time standing. Wow. I can't argue it. No. And so I'm a firm believer. I, I never tell my guys what to do. I share my stories and explain, this is what I would do if I was in their situation. Because I'm, a, I'm the first one to run the other way when somebody tells me what to do. You know, it's, it's, uh, you hear about it, you know, stories sell, right? Stories mm-hmm. sell, facts tell. And if that story you're telling about giving back and that charitable contribution it just warms, especially this time of year. Not only this time of year, everyone always needs help, right? Mm-hmm. But I've gone the same thing with a gas station, and I go in and say, hey, pump 10, just put it whatever they need. And they, they pump and whatever it is, and they may not even know who is doing it. No. But just to watch them and see them. And, I mean, can you imagine the story they're able to tell their kids, hey, I went to the gas station today, and somebody yes. filled my tank. Or the, you buy the meal from the person behind you. Yes. Man, so much, so much wonderful things we could dissect. You know, we got run out of time here, but any last thoughts you'd like to leave with the audience? And I love that charitable thing about Frosty, the snowman. And it, so you gather food and then give it to the local food bank. Yeah, we're, we're, we're one of my wife's aunt works for a school district and a, a school out there. That I heard some of the stories that they don't have the basic necessities. All like and, those food and, pantries for schools. Yeah, or something? and and we're going to do that for that one out in the west side and my company's going to donate whatever we match, whatever we donate and stuff like that. And and probably that really, that's tough to think about because we have, we're we're so blessed. And and that's my focus this year is to give back Um, and and to do more of that each and every year. That's my goal is five more years and I want to give back more of my time all the time Yeah, and, and spend more time helping others grow their success mm-hmm. because that to me is it's a win who would you say looking at over the last you know few years or who, who was your mentor or your go-to because i have a mentor i went to all the time unfortunately he passed away a little while you know a few years ago ron kellogg but he believed in me and he used to tell me hey ty you're an all-star he used to, and i'm like no i just go out there and go to work right and he used to tell me when you find those people give them your all so who was your 
maybe still have them. Who's and it transitions, right? Who your mentor is, but what would you say that who that is and, and what they were able to do for you? You know, I don't know, Ty. That's a, that's a great question though, because it changes quite a bit. I mean, because change or- really, it's it's. I look at my family because they rely on me. Yeah. And so if I don't do it, I've kind of learned everything on my own and I've had to fight and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I look that I don't want to disappoint them. Yes. And so I, I look that the, 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 I don't want to disappoint them. I think that's probably my biggest driving. That's your motivation. But, what, but, but, I, but who I, do you go to when craps hit the fan and you're like, dude, I, I just need some guidance. And I know that you talked about a higher power, which, you know, I, I, I do. I, I honestly, I, I just think people that have been successful. Yep. And, and I, I go to a lot of them for their stories. And, and it's not so just one person. Other successful people? A lot of, and I don't not ever ask for money. It's just their stories. My competition. Yeah. Up north, Jeff, J&K Insulation. Um, my father-in-law, he was a farmer. I, I've asked his story. I mean, there's a lot of people. So it's not just one. It's, sure. It's, it's a lot of people I rely on. So when you need something, you're like, hey, I need to talk to some other successful people it's that just, are in my circle. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you probably, get their probably, insight. Probably Kelly Wilson, my, my bookkeeper, my accountant that got me into going on this as well because he believed in me. Yeah. And he, he put his name on the, the business when I first started. So he wow. probably my main, main guy, but he took a lot of risk when I started. So probably it would be Kelly Wilson. Wow. Well, Vince, I really appreciate being on the show. No, I, today. I enjoyed it. You I, and I go way back. Um, any other thought? Obviously, this will get posted on, shared on all the social media platforms that we have. Last thoughts, and uh, we'll call this a wrap. And thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate it very much. Last thoughts? Uh, be a good person and don't be a Richard. Don't be <laughs> a Richard? That's, I, I got sure something to make that uh, kind what, of. What do they, they call them? A Karen? Or what's the other no, one for men? I, I'd, I'd say be a good person. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So fair enough. That's my favorite. Uh, I got shirts for that. Hey, <laughs> as always, share, like, and subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Type Radio Way. As always, share, like, and subscribe. Um, go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always, love hearing from you. And let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Instagram as well as Facebook. To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.